This is Douglas Minis. Hey, 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 short rounds of Benson Burners. My name is Doug, and this is Doug Loves Minis. The show that isn't worried about getting shot in a movie theater in London because there are no guns. Coming to you from a hotel room in London, England, a few days before my sold-out Douglas Movies taping. It's Thursday, August 6, 2015. Probably where you are, where I am, it's after midnight, so it's August 7th. My shows are selling out left and right, even though I prefer to be identified as on the left, So if you're in New York City, Kansas City, Missouri, Rosemont, Illinois, Phoenix, Arizona, etc., get on it. DougLovesMovies.com Before leaving for my vacation on Tuesday, I caught the Vacation Reboot, movie number 157 in the 365 Movies Doug Loves Movies Challenge. I like everyone involved in this movie, but not the movie itself. I feel like there was little reason for a Vacation remake, especially one that somehow feels more like a We're the Millers remake. Plus, like most comedies these days, all of the jokes are spoiled in the commercials and trailers. Movie number 158, I was privileged to receive a screener of I Am Chris Farley, a doc that didn't tell me much I didn't know about the late, great Chris Farley, but was still an enjoyable look and an immense talent. Lots of people who worked with Chris, uh, Sandler, Mike Myers, David Spade, are interviewed, but strangely, Chris Rock, Dana Carvey, and others are absent. Nonetheless, it's nice to see anything that pays tribute to such an awesome guy, so check it out when it airs on Spike TV starting on Monday. Doug digs it. While walking around London today, I saw that there were just a few more performances of Bradley Cooper's run in The Elephant Man, uh, which had played in uh, New York to great acclaim and a Tony nomination for him. So I inquired at the box office and was lucky to secure a fourth row ticket. And boy, was he good in it. Didn't like the show as much as uh, David Lynch's movie version of The Elephant Man, But I'm glad I got to see Bradley Cooper in a difficult, physically and emotionally, performance. Speaking of physically demanding roles, (laughs) movie number 158 is Southpaw, starring Jake Gyllenhaal. While I admire how much effort he puts into his movies and his roles, this one wasn't worth the trouble. Gyllenhaal plays a fighter who is difficult to care about because of the ridiculous plot twists in the first reel of the film. The ads quote someone as saying it's the best boxing film since Raging Bull. First of all, it doesn't deserve to be in the same sentence with Raging Bull. And secondly, Million Dollar Baby, Cinderella Man, The Fighter, The Hurricane, The Boxer, The Hammer, Rocky Three, even Rocky Balboa, Digstown, Snatch, those are all better boxing films than Southpaw that have happened since Raging Bull. Kansas City, Missouri, as I mentioned earlier, I'm coming soon, and you can watch what is probably in the top three roller derby movies, I can only think of two, with me, interrupting it, and special guests on Friday, August 14th at the Alamo Draft House. Raquel Welch stars as the Kansas City Bomber. And then the next day, Douglas Movies returns to the Improv in Kansas City at 4.20. And Sunday, August 16th at 4.20, I'm doing a stand-up show at Zany's in Rosemont, Illinois. 
Bring your name tags. DougLovesMovies.com. Let's see what you guys are watching for movie number 159. Mike tweets stuff. Saw His Girl Friday, an older movie that still made me chuckle. Yeah, I've never really watched that one all the way through. Darko Kubra <laughs> saw Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, four out of five. Where's Voldemort? Other than that, it's a great film. Also, you might, you need more Voldemort. You need lots of Voldemort in your Harry Potter movies. Lou Geese saw Muppets Most Wanted. Good Muppets fun in international intrigue. Who cares? <laughs> Uh, Suburban Hood saw Behind the Mask, The Batman, Dead End Story. Look at the making of the best fan, dot, dot, dot. You know what? If you can't fit it into 140 characters, then walk away. Road Crew 1, because I'm not going to click on a link to read the rest of that sentence. (laughs) Road Crew 1 saw Silence of the Lambs and has nothing else to say about it. (laughs) Skotelininski saw S. Kotelniski saw Gertie the Dinosaur. Animated silent movie from 1914 is pretty funny and cute. Animated silent film from 1914? You're killing me. The Catch underscore saw Equilibrium. Good futuristic action film with a commanding Christian Bale. Oh, that's interesting. I never, I never saw that. Robin underscore Boomer, The Avengers, Age of Ultron, a sort of comic book come sci-fi opera. Okay. I don't know if that's how I describe it. Guy on a Wire saw Zombievers, a fun campy ride into the Beaver Dam. I gotta see that one. The writer-director was on Doug Loves Movies. Sherry Coombs saw On the Road, completely lacks the spirit of the novel and doesn't focus on the road at all. But doesn't it have uh, Kristen Stewart giving somebody a hand job? Marty McSuperfly saw Westworld. As with most Crichton, as in Michael Crichton, directed projects better in premise than execution. Well, that's an old-ass movie that I think they're remaking. I'm pretty sure they are. Huddled Cow saw Tabloid Truth, Korean thriller about the power of rumor. Didn't see all the twists coming. Okay. I didn't ever hear of that film. Dickie Ryan Drobish saw Ant-Man. That was fun. A nice lower-stakes Marvel film. Another winner. Yeah, I guess you could say the, the stakes were lower. I enjoyed it. Filthy Andy saw The Hunt. Those little kids are some shitheads. Yeah, that movie's uh, messed up. But it's good. But it's frustrating. Jenica Violet saw Point Break. I loved when the naked blonde warrior lady kicked Keanu's ass. I just saw the trailer for the new Point Break that's coming out at Christmas, and it's it looks like the stunts and the activities that Bodhi and his crew participate in are more exciting, but I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't look like the leads have the uh, any of the charisma of Patrick Swayze and Keanu Reeves. Devin Decker saw Chariots of Fire. I love it when a dual narrative succeeds. It's been so long since I've seen Chariots of Fire, I don't even know what he means by a dual narrative. Belethal saw Dumb and Dumber 2. I hope Emirates edited all the funny parts, but kind of doubt it. 
Emirates. Gregory Peck saw Magnificent Butcher. Sammo Hung does slapstick kung fu better than Jackie Chan. Well, that's throwing down a gauntlet. I mean, Jackie Chan did a lot of awesome slapstick kung fu, but Sammo Hung is uh, pretty entertaining as well. Teaspoon VFX saw Into the Abyss, Sympathy Without Forgiveness, The Herzog Way. Okay. McFizney saw Damnation Alley, Hilarious 70s Science. Time has not been kind to this. Yeah, I don't remember that being good at the time. J.T. Williams 923 saw Once Upon a Time in America, most abrupt ending to a movie I've ever seen. Oh, well, which version of the movie did you see? I mean, it's a long-ass movie, so any kind of ending is welcome. Oh, this is heavy, saw two guns. So much fun, exclamation point. Yeah, I would have had more fun if the banter between Denzel and uh, my boy Mark Wahlberg was uh, funnier or less stupid. Jeff Carpala saw Big Hero 6. Science, yeah! Quoting T.J. Miller. And, uh, man, a lot of you are uh, taking the challenge. That's pretty awesome. Travis G. Allen saw Kingsman The Secret Service. Wonderfully fun espionage action adventure film. Yeah, and you left out crazy violent. The Alex Brennan saw 22 Jump Street. The meta humor is on point. A very enjoyable sequel. I liked it better than the first one, Alex. And British Dominion saw Miami Connection. Insane taekwondo action musical cocaine drama with ninjas. Yeah, that's pretty accurate, British Dominion. All right, I'll talk to you guys soon. And as always, underdogs you don't even want to root for are a shithead. This is Douglas Mini.